0: Hey there, friend. We are getting ready to launch a brand new thing. It's exciting. It's awesome. Everyone's talking about how amazing this is going to be. I haven't- Definitely
1: the two of us are. I mean,
0: we are, so that's everyone to us in this room. Anyway, it's called Build Without Burnout Academy, and we are really excited.
1: So this program is going to be included in our Wandering Aimfully membership, and it is focused on helping service-based business owners transition into selling digital products without burning out in the process.
0: So if you're a designer, a developer, a writer, a coach, anybody who currently works with clients and you want to get some side income or replace your current client-based income with digital product income, this is for you. And we really hope that it helps you. Uh, It's the thing that we've learned the most over the years, the thing we've taught the most over the years. So
1: So to learn more, head to join.wanderingaimfully.com. That's join.wanderingaimfully.com. And you can learn more about the program there.
0: Now listen to the episode. Welcome, friend, to another episode of Wandering Aimfully the Show. I'm one of your hosts, Jason Zook. This is your other host, Caroline Zook. And this week we're talking about...
1: Marriage. I was waiting to see where that was going. Yeah. Yeah. In this episode, we talk about all things related to marriage. We talk about uh, how long it took us to get married. Spoiler alert, like seven years. Um, You just
0: would not put a ring on it. Wouldn't put a ring on it. That was a running joke for a long time.
1: Yeah. Our different ideas about marriage, why we were even hesitant to get married, um, how we decided to do a very different wedding, And different wedding day. maybe
0: this episode will put some thoughts in your mind if you are in a relationship where you're thinking about marriage or a wedding day and you're trying to figure out Could you do it differently than maybe the societal norms tell you that you should do it, which we believe, yes, you should. So find out more by listening to the episode. Hey there, we're Jason and Caroline Zook, a husband and wife team who believes life is just one big experiment.
1: This is the show where we share our journey as we figure out this ever-changing thing called life. We cover topics like running a business, traveling the world, and clawing our way out of debt. All with the hope of inspiring you to live, work, and create with more intention.
0: Life might bring its twists and turns, but when you know who you are and what you want, you're never really lost. Welcome to Wandering Aimfully, the show.
1: It's about to get real, y'all.
0: Time starts now on this marriage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when, the, when the clock runs out, that's it. It's over. Jason, how long have we been married?
0: Oh, gosh. <laughs> Uh, we got married on a cliff, which was very romantic yeah. for us, um, on March 7th, 2017. Oh God, you, remember the,
1: you remember the day? Did you remember the day? Oh, I, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I guess I probably could have remembered it's it. It's an easy one. It's an easy one. 3-7-17. Yeah. It's a lot of like.
0: So as of recording this episode, we've been married for a year and a half.
1: How long have we been together as a couple?
0: This is the squirrely date.
1: Remember, we just decided we was going to be June 1st because it was
0: squirrely. Uh, June 1st, 2010? Yeah. Yeah. So we have been together, as of recording this, eight years and a half.
1: So we got married when we had been together like seven years.
0: Yes. And it was of so, my intention that to never we get married, weren't really ever going to get Which
1: married. is where I think we should start. Because cool. I think that's where people go, wait a second, you just got married, you've only been married a year and a half, but you've been together for eight years, so what to took years. you so damn long? Well, and the I, truth is, we didn't think we were ever going to get married.
0: Because I had a first marriage, and it just didn't go well.
1: <laughs> what, if if you you, did? what if
0: that was? this was the moment that I dropped that on you? And I just was like... On me? Her name was... Was Venezuela Amber. And her name was Venezuela? Well, I spent time <laughs> living in Venezuela. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just had to... Marry her up because it was cool. <laughs> That's a bizarre thing what I just does said. your brain do? So let's talk about um there's some there's some weird family stuff with both of us. And okay, I say weird, but I actually think it's more common than it is weird. Yeah. We both come from families with a good amount of divorce. Sure. And I think a lot of people listening to this can probably resonate with the fact that their parents got divorced or they know people whose parents got divorced, their grandparents got divorced, or whatever. I actually probably think it's less common that people's grandparents got divorced because that generation True. Has just they just stick it out yeah they don't they're just care like, wh-
1: they're like easy yeah. divorce yeah like no yeah you just i'm just gonna do-
0: stick it out yeah. this is my person forever i don't even love them anymore but i'm just not leaving <laughs> life
1: is unhappiness
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh so we we come from a good amount of divorce very close to us mm-hmm. and i remember growing up and seeing that and just thinking what is the point of the institution of marriage and to me, that, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to love someone unconditionally and forever and appreciate them and think of them as my number one and only and my best friend of all time and all of the other mushy things that you say that like, make someone feel good about these things. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, too. Robot love. I did it. Uh, no, but I'd never thought of it under the guise of I couldn't love someone enough to marry them. Mm-hmm. It's the the idea of marriage itself and having a wedding and going through those things. It was not necessary for me.
1: This is so indicative, I think, of our two different personalities because that, to me, is very illustrative. I don't know if that's a word, but it illustrates the part of your personality that questions everything, that defies convention.
0: Very rational.
1: That's very rational and just goes, hey, this thing, this institution clearly doesn't work, and so I'm just – it's okay. I don't ever have to do that. Now – We I coming from a similar set of circumstances responded differently based on my personality, which is kind of an eternal optimist. And I came from many divorces also, but still very amicable. Like I still came from a family where everyone got along and what's
0: amazing. Very quick aside. Your mother. Yes. And your father. Yes. Who are divorced. Yes. Are still friendly. Yes. Very blows my mind. Respect each other. Blows my mind.
1: For a lot of different reasons. Yeah. We're not good together. I think also it's a little bit different because my stepfather, Tom, married my mom when I was like three and they've been together ever since. Right. So like that is an example of that. I at least have one model of marriage that of people kind of sticking it out through the good and the bad type of thing. However, divorce was a was a very prevalent thing in my life growing up. And, you know, I remember thinking, though. I just used all of those examples of it not working as, like, my fire to go, I want to do better than this. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to figure – and maybe this is, like, my brain, too, of, like, I want to figure out the secret recipe to having this work. I want to choose the right partner. I want to develop good communication. I want to use everything that I see the adults around me doing unsuccessfully, and I want to transform that into – lessons that I can take and do it successfully. So like that, that optimist in me, or that maybe even sometimes like naive idealism is what then I went, I do want to get married. And I do want um, that relationship. But I think also that speaks to, whereas you are super unconventional by nature, when you met me. So now, of course, I'm like much more comfortable with being going a non-traditional route and going my own way and doing my (sighs) own thing.
0: Only well, took eight and a half years. Only took
1: eight and a half years, but at the time, I was miss follow the rules. Right. So I would m- say
0: you're still pretty much miss follow, miss follow the, rules. the rules. Yeah, yeah but yeah, you, you loosened up a little bit.
1: But yeah. at the time, I just remember it was it had never occurred to me that you could just be like, I'm not. I'm going to be with somebody forever and not get married.
0: Right. Yeah. The the, um, the thought for me. Across all areas of life, it's just like, why do I have to do it this way? Right. So why do I have to wedding? Why do I have to have a marriage? Why do all of these family members have to be invited? This is not for them. This is for me. This is the thing. And I think that when we started to be together longer, when we started to have discussions about um, a wedding or a marriage and all of these things, we were so not out of alignment, but I think we both wanted very different things.
1: Yes. And that's what I want to talk about because I'm sure that there are people listening to this right now that maybe find themselves, maybe they're in their early twenties or or maybe at any time during their life. And they are with a partner that maybe they have different views on this topic. And I want to share something that I haven't talked about a lot, but I think is very,
0: did you marry someone in Venezuela?
1: I also married Venezuela.
0: (laughs) Wait, the same Venezuela? Yeah. Wow. Also, it's Venezuela?
1: Venezuela. Um, Which is, early on in our relationship, because we had such different views on this topic, we just were like this. We would just find our way to that conversation, and we would butt heads on it, and we would both try to see, we would both try to convince the other person of our point. And also, I just want to say, I found it hard from my perspective to, I just, it took me years to truly understand what you meant, because I just, I didn't trust you when you said... Like, I didn't see the difference between the institution of marriage and being with someone forever. So I was just like, we would find ourselves in this stalemate where I would go, well, if it doesn't matter, then why not just do it? And you'd be like, well, if it doesn't matter, then why do we have to do it? <laughs> and right. you just find yourself in this endless circle. But what I will say is, and I think this is a, a kind of a point about marriage in general, which is that if you're always trying to convince each other of the other's point, you're going to find yourself in those stalemates over time. I know it's a cliche to say that marriage is about compromise, but I just remember thinking to myself, I love this person. I love him for being different. I love him for being untraditional. And if I want to spend my time with this person, I'm going to have to try to learn how to see it from his perspective. And I and I just remember over time going, I'm not going to fight this battle anymore. Like, if he wants to be with me,
0: I wore you down.
1: You wore me down. I was like, if he wants to be with me, I love being with him. I think we're a great match for each other. I love the life we've built together. And I finally just like let go of this pretense that I had this, this future that I had built up in just my own mind. And I went, okay, it's not about what I want for myself anymore. It's about what we see for ourselves together. And that requires compromise. And I'm not saying that like, especially it's, it's a touchy subject for like women, because i I sometimes feel like women can acquiesce to if if the man is the more dominant force in the relationship or this goes for even if you're in a same sex partnership, totally. whoever the more dominant voice is in that conversation. Sometimes I think we can drift into these roles where the, the more the person who's maybe like, I hate to use these terms, but like the beta personality can kind of acquiesce to what the other person wants. And so that's why I think I fought it for a long time, too, because I was like, I don't want him to just like win and get his way. But truthfully you do have to come to some sort of compromise if you want to be with that person. Otherwise, you have to go, is this the hill that I want to die on? Like, is this the thing that I want to break this relationship that can be so good? And so that's what it was for me. And I remember finally just having these conversations where I was like, okay, I'm going to pre- I'm gonna take my foot off the gas on this.
0: Well, then there was one article that you found that really yep. put it in perspective for you.
1: Right. And it was like kind of an article just all about marriage and Um, there's just the weird way that we as a society treat marriage Mm -hmm. and especially weddings the way that we, and it was this whole notion of like, what if we could only celebrate weddings after After like you've been together together for like 10 years. And
0: this, this was great because I remember when you found this article, I I remember this moment we were both sitting in our office in Florida in our home that we used to live in and we sat like eight feet from each other and we always shared stuff back and forth with each other. And you Facebook chatted me this article link. And I remember My first reaction was like I roll. I don't want to read this stupid thing. But then you said like, hey, I want you to read this article because it actually has shown me some things about your perspective of how you think about this. And I think it's changed my perspective a little bit on it. And I wish we had a link to this article. We don't remember where it is. I think I can find it. But anyway, the, the anyway, the article basically talked about exactly what you just said. And the biggest point was in society, we celebrate the start of a relationship, which statistically is shown will fail six out of 10 times. That's the statistic of divorce. It is a natural thing that you you can't deny. Um, however, what if we started looking at a wedding day or you know any of the celebrational part of it celebrational celebratory part of it um as the we've made it for 10 years now let's have a really big party look at us we we not deserve but this makes more sense
1: we've we've been through the thick and thin well and like she makes a lot of really funny points as well just about like giving gifts and stuff like that right. and we're all like we go out and we buy this stuff for this couple where we're and we all like, are under this pretense that they're all going to be together forever. And it's like, but we know that statistically the odds are that, you know, are not in their favor, but, and we all want to believe that people stay together. Right. But anyway, it, so I think a really important thing to share about that article for anyone who's in maybe my position and they're again at like a stalemate in their relationship is that in our conversations, I felt like it was basically you saying like your dream or your idea of marriage I don't want that. And so it was sort of like a taking away. It was like, I don't want that. When I read this article, it gave me something to replace it with. Mm -hmm. So it took my idea of marriage and it gave me an idea of how I could own it in a different way, in a way that was in alignment with what you you wanted. So I remember from that article, I said, wouldn't it be cool if like we did get married, but it was after we'd been together for 10 years. Right. And that A gave you something non-traditional to chew on because you were like, oh, that's kind of like nobody does that. So that satisfied that part of you that you know wants to do it differently and then it also said yeah and it like you didn't you didn't like the idea of marriage that's like this this false show. notion this yeah. show and so that was the beginning of us sort of crafting our idea of marriage and our idea of a wedding together mm-hmm. and it evolved over time so then it turned into oh what if we like, I remember another really pivotal conversation was like after friends of ours had gotten engaged and it brought up some stuff because, you know, the conversation gets rehashed and stuff. And then I thought, well, what if we what if we did like a mutual engagement? So Yeah, I want to touch on this. So
0: um, a big part of and I don't necessarily think you would consider me a feminist. I don't think you would consider me anybody who like outwardly is saying like, you know, rights for women are the most important thing that I think about or whatever. Th- this makes sense in a second. <laughs> okay. um, the reason being is because when it comes to an engagement, that is predominantly for, and let's just say it's m- female-male marriage together, for the woman only. It is a ceremony for her. It is an experience for her. It is a moment for her. There's nothing for the man like that. And honestly, for me, like, I don't care about many things traditionally at all. But that just doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a moment in time when the two of you are coming together. Mm-hmm. It should be mutual. It should not be a man or a, one person in the relationship having to come up with some extravagant thing and surprising someone and spending all this money on a ring and all these things. And like, I, I honestly like I get my blood starts to boil thinking about it because it's unfair. It mm-hmm. is literally not a fair thing in a relationship where a relationship is supposed to be togetherness. It's supposed to be two people coming together and mm-hmm. doing things. And a partnership. Th- and it just so much for me felt so disingenuous that I would do all of this stuff. And then like, what do I get? And it's not about that. It's mm-hmm. not at all what it's about. But it just, to me, it really rubbed me the wrong way. And so I think when we started to have these conversations about hey, what if we had a mutual engagement? Like what if we did something together where we could make it special? So that was the thing too about this article, that it was like the idea of the engagement is not one person getting on a knee to propose to another person. It's that it's a special moment where you come together and you agreed on this thing. Mm-hmm. And that when you position it to me, I'm like, yeah, I'm all for that. That's mm-hmm. what I want. That's the only thing I care about in any of this is us doing it together and in, in, in a unique way. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was another like huge moment for me where I was like, oh, OK, this makes sense. Now, how can we have a fun mutual engagement? Then I completely ruined that. But it was something where I think the tides turned for us quite a bit on this topic and, and kind of. The yeah, whole well, then
1: the more we talked about a mutual engagement, then we were like, isn't that just like a wedding? Like, isn't that like just eloping? Well, yeah. It seems silly to, to go do do some, to like plan a special thing for us to agree to be into this partnership together. And then it's like, well, that's just sort of getting can married. I,
0: can I talk about this for a second that I think comes up in our relationship a lot sure. is I'm overly rational. I'm one of the most rational, practical people sure. ever. And I think a lot of times that can be Me very too. difficult to <laughs> be around or to deal with. But I do think sometimes it can be helpful where you break down something And a lot of times it's a societal something that we agree to or buy into because of why tradition or some made up thing. And you break it down like an engagement and you go, but what is the point? Mm -hmm. Like, just really, if we just take a step back, what is the point? Mm -hmm. And if we just want to feel special together and agreeing upon this and doing it, why does it have to be done this way? Mm -hmm. Why can't we just do it in a way that makes us feel good or makes us feel like, we accomplished whatever this thing was that we wanted to do mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. and on the same page. And I think for a lot of the rational, practical things that I bring up, you know, maybe it's not great. But for this, the, this instance, and I think the entire institution of marriages we're talking about, I think breaking down a lot of these things makes it a lot more easy to deal with as a couple. And it doesn't feel like there's so much pressure. It doesn't feel like the yes. wedding day has to be so special. It doesn't feel like the dress has to be perfect. It doesn't. All of these things, the The ring has to be expensive. All of this shit gets broken down and you go, but what, What really matters?
1: Well, it's so funny that you say that because I I was just thinking to myself as you said that, like, what is an engagement forum, all this stuff? I think you really have to know yourself because if I'm being totally honest with myself, the time period between when we decided that we were going to get married to actually standing on that cliff and exchanging vows, I hated that time period. Right. I hated it. And it it.
0: was short And it was
1: like two months. And I hated it. I hated the attention. I hated the pressure. I hated the planning. I hated – also, I just – I didn't like – that it it changed something in our relationship felt, and maybe it was the pressure. It was like all these forces. It just felt weird. It didn't mm. feel like us. It felt like all these different <laughs> things I had to think about and, and people to call and people who, whose feelings I had to protect. And
0: Did any of it feel like us? our love was going to be stronger? No. Did any of it feel like I, we were going to enjoy no, these things? No. No.
1: And so I couldn't wait to just, it, this sounds so awful, but to you, you'll, I love, you'll, it. you'll I love, love it. I love it. it. I couldn't wait to get it over with.
0: We need to turn these mics off right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You've never been so sexy. I couldn't wait to get it over with. Hold on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let me
1: I couldn't wait because I was just like here. And I, this also comes from being together at that time, like seven years. I couldn't wait to just get back to normal. I mm-hmm. loved our love the way that it is. And I wrote this in my vows also. is like, I, I, it's practical love. Do like, you
0: want to read these vows? Did you bring <laughs> them? You see your face.
1: <laughs> but like I said something to the effect of that where it's like people may think that that's not romantic. People may think that that's unceremonial. That's not a word, but whatever. Yeah, I think that's what makes our relationship special is that we find the romance in the everyday choosing each other, choosing to be partners together, choosing to just build a life together, and that that stuff actually just det- distracts us from the thing that makes our love strong, which is just that we're best friends and we like to hang out all the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I I mean, there's there's so many ways that we could take this. And I think it's really interesting because um, maybe when I brought it up as a topic idea, you're like, mm, OK, we're like, where are you there. going with that? Um, But I, I do think that like love is a general conversation for us, too, is is unique and interesting in itself, because to me, I, I my practical brain, like to me, love is like. I want to spend the most time I can with you because I enjoy every moment. Yeah. It's not because, and and like, I'm just going to say this and it's going to be weird, but it's like, it's not just because the sex is amazing. Like, I think that that's. (laughs) But it is. But I'm just saying, saying, like, I think that's a bonus in a relationship. You're you're not going to have sex every day, all day. Number one, you're going to have raw situations. It's going to hurt a lot. But number You're two. You're going to need creams. Yeah, lots of creams and moisturizers, guys. Uh, if people listen to with kids are like, oh, uh, you got go to,
1: <laughs> anyway, go to go to the dinner now.
0: Anyway. I got to go to the dinner now. got Denny's. Denny's is open. Uh, yeah. But I do think it's, it, it's just one of those things where you realize that it's so much more than the... Outward projection of what people think love is.
1: Or like romantic love.
0: Exactly. And I, I think that we've seen relationships very close to us that have been very romantic relationships, mm-hmm. but guess what? Airplane quotes, huh? You well, it just there? It felt like yeah. very
1: romantic. Like, Airplane you know those, those yeah. people who, like, they,
0: they're, they're, over, they're, each- they're, no, they're over top of each other. No, they're not
1: on top of each other, but, like, sometimes they are. <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, over the top with their displays of affection. Yeah,
0: and it's not even just PDA. They, they talk about, like, oh, the sex is so good. We have sex so often, blah, blah, blah. And then guess what? Like, six months later, they're not together. Yeah. And you go, oh, well, that's interesting. So that relationship was built on like a very physical attraction, but there was nothing deeper that kept you together. Mm -hmm. And I think for us, that's the thing that we've realized is that we align so well and that we have such interesting differences that then also align very well. Mm -hmm. And it makes us want to hang out with each other all the time, to go on trips together all the time, to work together all the time. And it's one of those things that I think when we got around to discussing our wedding day Mm -hmm. and actually deciding what that was going to be, because what we had decided after that article was in 2020, that would have been 10 years, we'll do the party because that's, you know, we should probably... And now I'm
1: like, there's no fucking way I'm planning a party. No,
0: absolutely not. But at that time, we were like, we'll do the party. Yeah. We'll invite all the family members. We'll, like, we'll spend the money. We'll do those things. And as time went on after that conversation, very quickly, it was like months after that, I was like, why even do that? Yeah. That's for everyone else. It's not for us. In yeah. a wedding day, I just... And and this is my rejection of societal norms. Isn't a wedding day for us? It's yeah. not for everybody well, and else. And here's
1: the thing. I also
0: I also now know what the difference is between a wedding and a marriage. This yes, is good.
1: He uses them interchangeably sometimes. Yeah. Um <laughs> which is fine.
0: Dumb Jason is back again.
1: <laughs> I have in talking to many of my girlfriends and stuff, I know that everyone's different. And so some people, they truly thrive in a situation where they can On that day, see their entire families and see their friends all hanging out together and being there. And and that really does bring them joy. But do they? Yes. I truly, babe, I really, I know it's very hard for you to think that other people don't think like you. But yes, truly. But hold on.
0: We've been to many weddings, and we've talked to people afterwards, and they're like, "I don't remember seeing a single person."
1: That's fine. That could be some people. I'm just saying, I have talked to some people that I
0: who have noticed and been appreciative and soak up every moment, and they
1: want they want that experience of being surrounded by their family. See that
0: marital moment that just happened. (laughs) I brought something. She brought a counterpoint, and then I accepted it, and now we're moving on. Exactly. I'm gonna resent her for it, obviously, but of course, yeah, that's the point. That's the point of a wedding. So
1: so, a marriage. (laughs) (laughs) So I get. I think. It goes back to my point of saying you have to know yourself so that's true for me talking about a wedding i knew that my people pleasing part of me and the part of me that can't help but be empathetic and think about how's my mom enjoying this is my mom is is jason's family okay are they communicating well you care
0: so much about what other people feel and think feel and think that it it would be a nightmare for you
1: and i put myself in those shoes and i was like isn't your wedding day supposed to be like you said about us and about celebrating our I just wanted to remember that day of feeling like so palp, like our love was palpable and I could be present to every moment of it and I was like if this if there is even my immediate family if there's even 40 people which by the way I come (laughs) from a big family so like my immediate family is like immediately for 40 people I will be so consumed with how everybody else is feeling how everybody else is doing that I know that I won't be able to be present to what we're experiencing and having fun and and like really celebrating. And so that's when we just went, okay, it's just going to be us. It either has to be – there is no in-between. It can't be just immediate family or just our – parents. because then we said just our parents. And mm-hmm. then I was like, that's even worse because then I know well, exactly what they're thinking and exactly what they're feeling. And
0: let's be honest, like on your special day, airplane quotes – do you really want to spend it with just your parents? Like, well, it's I'm just not for
1: them exactly. I, right, and That's I'm not trying go, to be for them. I'm
0: not trying to be rude or mean or insensitive to spending time with my family because I want some time with them. But like on my special day, when I'm standing on a cliff professing my love to I you, I just pictured
1: you in a dress. Like my special on day, my special day. <laughs> I don't,
0: I don't, I don't want my mom standing there. Like I love my mom, and I, in some way, wanted her to be a part of this, which we did yeah. create a, an experience for. But I wanted that moment to be about. Us. Yeah. And the videographer and photographers. Who <laughs> were awesome. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so that's what we did. So in case you
0: And I think that so that I was just gonna say the last thing that we did do to involve family, because maybe maybe people are Yeah, but we like,
1: didn't we didn't explain what we actually did for the ceremony.
0: Oh, right. So, so let's touch on those two things. Okay. So uh for what we did for family, because there is a little bit of um something you want to bring your family in on this and they can be a part of it. And I totally get that. I don't think it has to be the wedding. So we, we, and
1: it's like, okay. Yeah. Like my parents brought me into this world. It's also a thing that they've probably dreamt about is like seeing us get married,
0: but also you don't owe them that. I know. Yeah. I think we talk about this a lot in, in different circumstances where it's like, you feel guilt about things that you should do that involve your parents because they brought you into the world or because you know, whatever. And my constant response is like, yeah, but that, like, it's not
1: about owing people anything like it was You're their choice. It was
0: their choice to bring you into the world. It's not your. Ownership. They knew you
1: were going to be a person when right. you showed up. Right. So
0: anyway, so what we decided to do was we had a dinner in Asheville, North Carolina. We found a really cool restaurant. We actually rented out like a little space that they had, which, which is was cool. Awesome space. And we invited my close family, uh, like parents, your close parents and my closest parents, your closest parents. Your close family as well. Anyway, um, it was your parents and then my family. And we had this dinner, and it was great. And th- even that, though, there was a little bit of, like, expectations. And, even
1: that just drove me insane a little bit because like I was like, who, people? who sits next to everybody? Yeah. Like, is everybody getting along? Like,
0: I know. And 12 people, people, they probably laugh at. I know. But that's all it was. But it was special, and it was memorable, and it was what our family needed to get out of that to feel like they were a part of it
1: and they were all super supportive
0: they didn't have to spend a lot of money which was great and you know that that thing to me is what mattered and what made the most sense so then our actual wedding yes and i feel a timer oh you
1: might have gotten it on under just <laughs> i think he felt like the radio waves or something
0: all right let's wrap this up
1: and so our actual wedding our actual, hold on you got like a little, you me, got like a little hair me.
0: look at this love that's going on in this episode wow you feeling it
1: over-the-top PDA.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we're <with> that copping.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let me fix your hair. Thank yeah, you. thank you. Yeah, it feels um,
1: great. So for our actual wedding day, we literally just, I mean, I rented, or not rented, but I bought a, a very inexpensive dress. You wore a nice, like, Sh- I wouldn't even say suit, but shout out to Leah Lu Style, my yep. best friend Leah Lou, who styled, styled us She both. styled me up. And we just, so we got dressed up. I had a bouquet, um, which was beautiful and we went to one of the the very first place actually that we came together even before we lived in San Diego which is a place called Cabrillo National Monument and it's these like cliffs overlooking the ocean it
0: is legit cliffs legit overlooking cliffs. the ocean and
1: we have hiked there many times so it's special to us and it's beautiful and it's different and it looks like mars and it's mm-hmm. just kind of moody and we hiked there with a videographer and a photographer and we just exchanged vows in this little alcove on the cliff that we wrote ourselves we went to the courthouse a couple weeks before to get, like, legally married and have a judge sign off on it and stuff.
0: We upgraded to the outdoor, outdoor gazebo. It was no big deal. <laughs> we
1: did. <laughs> I sent p- pictures to people, and people were like, oh, my God, this is beautiful. You eloped. I'm like, guys, this is the courthouse. Like, give me some credit. <laughs> it was nice. They had an
0: outdoor and an indoor. We chose the outdoor.
1: Yeah. Um. So we the reason we did that, though, and the reason I mention it is because we didn't want an officiant. Like, yeah. we're not religious people. We wanted to... Just, Again,
0: we didn't want anybody else there. It we was didn't want us. anyone else. I was like, yeah. I
1: don't want this random yeah. judge or yeah, even a friend, or a friend is, yeah. Like, it's just awkward. I just wanted us, and so we don't got,
0: forget about the most important part.
1: And then after to celebrate, rather than like cake and champagne, we did because one of us hates cake. One of us hates cake. That would be Jason. Yeah. We did tequila and donuts, and so we watched the sunset, uh, drinking tequila and eating donuts, and it was so awesome. And then we had our our videographers who were like who like came up for the day and they're from la and they're like do you guys want to do some weird footage on the beach (laughs) uh, in the dark we were like yeah sure so then we all went to the beach and just played around in the water like not in the water but like kind of down by the waves um in the dark and it was super fun i would
0: imagine someone listening to this is like that sounds pretty magical like that sounds pretty and that's exactly how it felt and it wasn't at a resort or a hotel or at some like I don't know, conference room or whatever and people are compared to the conference room. I might just realize after I said that but <laughs> it, sometimes it feels like that like yeah. a big banquet hall just feels like you're at a hotel or whatever yeah. so it just it was, felt very special. It was
1: so fun and and we could soak up every moment and even the things that went wrong which was like the park closed early and our timeline was all off like I wasn't stressed about it because I was like all I have to worry about is me and Jason. Yep. Jason and me. Those are the only two people I have to worry about. And he's fine. And I'm fine. And these other people, like the photographer, we're paying them. So they're fine. Yeah. And it, it all was great.
0: Good job on marriage. All right, so that's uh, that was our wedding and our marriage completely. I, I think we do need a part two, huh? We need
1: a part two because I think we didn't even touch on like just marriage in general, just like being the day to day and being married and how it's hard sometimes and how it's great other times. I'm and not
0: ignoring our marriage. I'm getting ready for our next segment. <laughs> oh, you just
1: checking Instagram? No. So we'll probably have to do a part two. So if you have any questions about marriage in general or our marriage specifically or
0: how the heck we keep things together and
1: or like, you know. What we do bl- about? Big fight? We didn't
0: talk about our wedding rings. Those are kind of fun.
1: I'm wearing mine today. I, I don't. I don't usually wear mine.
0: Yeah, that's kind of fun.
1: Well, just because I want people to flirt with me, obviously. Oh, right, right. Just uh, kidding. I just forget.
0: All right, let's move on from our marriage, uh, and let's talk about. We googled that for you. Let's not
1: move on from our marriage. Let's keep our marriage, but let's move on from
0: the topic of our marriage. I think we move on. Okay. All right. Uh, Part this ways. is we googled that for you. It is where we find something interesting on the internet. And uh, by
1: we, Jason means just him now because he well it's good at stuff and i'm not
0: yeah uh so sometimes it's a list of things which doesn't require the other person to guess because they don't know what this thing is but this one is uh one that was recommended by and i kept a note of it uh brendan hufford thank you brendan hufford a wandering aimfully member uh mentioned this on a call he was like i don't know where that came from you guys should google that for people and i was like thank you very much so uh we're gonna google this for you i have the answer but caroline where did the expression with a grain of salt come from
1: Take this with a grain of salt. I
0: honestly thought you were about to go take these wings and learn to fly. Take it. these broken yeah. wings.
1: Um,
0: That was really good. You should try it for the voice.
1: Jason knows I'm a really <laughs> bad singer. and
0: We're both really bad singers. Let's not be honest. Like, like, like really bad. Yeah, let's not. I really yeah, have thought about honest.
1: taking voice lessons just for like a fun adult thing to do to like get up. Just I just want to be this much better. Yeah. Okay, um, with a grain of salt is way back when it's in the bakery days.
0: Okay, <laughs> the bakery days. Now, is this near the Crusades? Because I the feel ages, like they're the same. The Dark Ages, uh-huh.
1: the bakery days. Uh-huh. And it's when bakers used to say, add in a grain of I'm like... This is not going anywhere, just so you know. It sounds
0: like it's going somewhere.
1: Add in a grain of salt, just one more grain of salt, and Uh can you just
0: tell me? I can.
1: This is, like, crashing and burning.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So there are two different accounts of where this came from. One was actually from Pliny the Elder, which we mentioned in a different... We Googled that for you. What? Uh, he's just very smart, Pliny the Elder. Um, <laughs> the other is from the Roman General Pompeii. Mm. So, but they both are around the same thing. Kay. So it is the idea that you could make yourself immune from poison by ingesting small amounts of various poisons, and some of those would have salt in them. And so they both kind of said threats involving poison would thus be taken with a grain of salt and therefore less seriously. So you wouldn't worry about getting poisoned because you had like an anti-poison that had salt in it. So that's where it originated.
1: Take with a grain of s- mm, I don't think so.
0: <laughs> Pliny. Like Pliny and Pompeii. Now, does it mention anything
1: about the bakery days?
0: Uh, I don't see anything about the bakery days. Um, yeah, but it does. So the idea is just that... You know, it's it's things are not taken as seriously uh, there.
1: I also want to give you a bonus. We to Do
0: oh. you know the answer to this? Think yeah, wow, we cool. both do.
1: So I'm not going to do it as a segment because we both know the answer to it. Because okay. the other night I said this would be a good week to But then you wanted to know the answer right then. Because uh-huh. you literally can't delay I'm, gratification I'm whatsoever. I'm a child. Your child. So the bonus one is, do you know where the term and what the term offshore banking means? Oh, yeah, yeah And yeah. so we both knew that it's like, oh, like overseas bank accounts where people like store money. And that's absolutely what it is. But the term offshore banking, I just thought it meant like off U.S. shores, mm-hmm. like like somewhere else, a shore of another place. But it refers to places where often the financial system is bigger than the domestic economy of that place, which means that a lot of other like people are storing money there,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: like the Cayman Islands. So it's bigger than the shores that are delineated of the actual place, which I thought was really interesting. Panama
0: Papers. What? I mean, that is related, which I'm pissed about
1: because you don't know what it is.
0: No big deal. Uh, all right. Let's wrap this sucker up. We okay. hope you guys enjoyed our story about uh, our wedding day, our thoughts on marriage, my extremely rational thoughts. But it all worked out. I would say we're both happy. So far, it's doing great. We're pretty happy with it. Very happy. No, ragrets.
1: no, ragrets. no regrets. No regrets. Just one. What's that? The spelling of the word regrets. The <laughs>
0: spelling of the word regrets. Uh, that's a movie callback. If you don't know what that is, uh, it's in a movie. We are the Millers? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did enjoy it, you know how to support this show. We've told you many times. If you don't know how to support this show, Google it. <laughs> how to support the wandering Please show no 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 how
1: to support this show how to support (laughs) this show
0: I almost want to write an article now that's how to to support support this show and then it's just see
1: if we can rank for it
0: specifically how to support our show but
1: seriously subscribe we have a lot of fun YouTube content coming yep Um, and if you like the podcast leave us a comment tell us especially which part you liked we always love that
0: if you have questions about our marriage and how it's gone for the past year and a half but also the past almost 10 years uh, feel free to ask us those questions you know where to find us to do that
1: And let's end with our secret handshake.
0: Oh, nice. What's up? Yeah. What's going on? All right. Yeah. Here it is. There it is. What's up? Okay. See ya. Bye.